We are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you, the business owner. Before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step by step, and it's completely free. Episode 71, I just wanted to sort of niche down a little bit in this one and focus on Amazon um, and product research around um, you know, looking at what you could potentially sell on Amazon if you're if you're looking to go down that road as your business model. So you know, Amazon's a great marketplace for businesses to sell on because you know whether it's your own custom product or general product, basically um, you know they're a massive marketplace. And so for this, you know, what we're going to do is just focus on um, fulfillment by Amazon rather than merchant fulfilled. So that's fulfillment by Amazon is where you're sending product into their warehouse, then they uh, sell it, they they pack and they send it for you. So uh, rather than merchant, which would be you holding the stock and, and sending out um, the product once you get orders. So, you know, basically there's a wide range of things you can do you know, if you're looking to sell a product on Amazon in terms of researching how the product could fare against the current competition. And that's a really, really important point for Amazon is because it's a very competitive marketplace. So you need to research well and you need to choose your product well so that that you're not going to be, you know, dominated by your competition and you can actually get a foot in the door. So there's a few key factors we need to take into account, you know, when you're considering what products you could look to sell. So the first one is competition. So is the niche saturated? Um, you know, are the existing sellers big brand, which, you know, have, uh, you know, big advertising budgets and a huge brand awareness. So, you know, these these sort of mainstream brands, you really want to avoid going up against, you know, because at the end of the day, these these guys are huge players and, and they have massive advertising budgets and it's just near impossible to compete with them. Um, so again, uh, you want to have a look at the competition in terms of you know how long have they been selling on Amazon? Um, do they have a huge amount of reviews? You know, are their listings well set up with optimized list, um, you know, listings and um, great product photos? You know, all of these factors come into play. And, and so these are the key questions you want to ask before um, choosing your, you know, the niche or the product you want to go into. The other one is pricing and profit. So what is the range of pricing and how does this compare with your buy price and cost to sell the product? So take into account the Amazon fees, the advertising costs and everything. So you need to have a good level of net profit for it to be sustainable and basically viable for long-term sales. So have a look at the competition's pricing, see how much you can buy your product for and, and, and then taking out all the costs that are associated with it and what have you got left in the bank at the end of the day because you want to make sure that you have some a good amount there um, otherwise there's not a lot of point in spending your time in that particular niche. And thirdly I think the the other thing to do is have a look at what's the likely number of sales you can get per day on the product in that niche because you need to push a certain amount of product sales per day to actually make it worthwhile and profitable for you. 
So they're just three sort of areas where you want to start looking. But there's other little factors which you want to keep in the back of your mind and, you know, basically make up a nice set of, of, of sort of nice-to-haves if you're wanting your Amazon product to easier to sell and, and, you know, be a good product long term. So these are product weight. You really don't want to choose a product which is quite large or quite heavy um, because it greatly affects the cost to get the product to Amazon and the cost for them to handle it and for them to send it out to the customer at the end of the day. So um, they have something which is called oversized fees and they charge you more if your product over a certain size or over a certain weight. So that eats into your profit. Um, so that's something to bear in mind. Most of the really successful sellers on Amazon FBA are selling products which are sort of smaller and lighter. Uh, pricing. So you don't want something that's too cheap. So, the, you know, that sort of range of one to three dollars because it's hard to make a good profit from unless you're selling thousands of them, you know, and you don't want something too expensive as this is quite hard to sell because a lot of people, you know, normally take more time with the purchase decision um, and, it, you know, it costs you a lot more to buy or produce the stock. So that's something to bear in mind. The next thing is probably niching down where you can. So rather than going and selling a product which is common, you want to look to sell something which is a version of that, but it has these other features, or it might be, um, you know, an accessory to a main product. You want to be able to niche down, get right granular, and do something which is slightly unusual because the point of that is then you're going to find less competition in that in that sort of sub niche, if you want to call it that. You want to um, look to improve a product where you can and, and basically solve people's problems. So go through Amazon, look for the reviews that are bad on uh, within that sort of niche that you're looking at and work out why those bad reviews have come in. What have the public found wrong with the existing products there and how can you fix those problems? Because if you can go in and, and produce a product that competes with another product that's fixed all of the problems that that other product has, you're going to trump them any day. So that's a really good way is use Amazon's reviews to actually assess the other products. Um, basically, look at the other competitors' listings, look at their images, look at their copy, look at their keywords. How can you improve on all of what they're presenting? If your competition doesn't have great keywords or great images, that's a really good way that you can get in and and basically dominate them by producing really good images of your product and describing it well and presenting it well. So that's a really good way of, of researching, um, you know, an opportunity to um, trump your competitor. The other thing is making sure your product's durable. So you don't want something that's, say, for example, glass, because you'll get a lot of breakages during shipping. Um, and, you know, that's that's just going to cost you, you know. With FBA, you get returns and, and people say, well, it arrived broken and, and Amazon really don't take a lot of responsibility of that. That's basically your cost. Um, and again, you don't want anything that's going to have warranty issues. You don't want something that's too complex that's going to, um, you know, confuse people or they're able to break easily because then they're just going to come back with a warranty issue. And that all, again, eats away at your profit margin.
The other one is um, when the product leads to a reorder. This is a really good tip because, you know, if you can get customers that have, you know, ongoing orders of the product that you've put out there, then that's much better than having to go and find new customers. So an example is, you know, supplements. You know, people are consuming them all the time. So having them come back and reorder off you is great because you're not having to find new customers. You've got this existing customer base that keeps reordering from you. So if you can find a product that, you know, requires that sort of reorder. If all of this sounds like it's really complex and, you know, it's a hard thing to get your head around, well, you know, it kind of, you know, was back in the day. You know, when I, I started selling on Amazon six years ago, I had to do all of what I've talked about today manually. And it literally took me weeks to find a good product through my research. But nowadays, you know, we're saved by impressive softwares, which pretty much do all of this for us and more. Um, and so there's a product, uh, a software, which we, we use and we'd recommend called AMZ Scout. Um, you know, it basically has a plugin. So what you can do is you can search the Amazon marketplace and find a niche that you um, like and, and think could go well. You can basically hit a button and AMZ Scout will do a full analysis of that whole um, product range and all the competition and give you ratings of how easily and successful this niche could be for you. It'll tell you how hard it's going to be to get in. It'll show you what the competition's strengths and weaknesses are. Um, it just gives you a real good range of information to make a decision on. So I'd highly recommend you have a go with it. They have a trial, you know, with the software. So get in there and, and have a go and see if AMZ Scout's one for you. We'll put the link to AMZ Scout in the show notes so you can just click on that. But yeah, that's that's definitely a game changer in this day and age and something that I'd certainly recommend you doing. So if you think of selling on Amazon, you know, it can be really rewarding if you can get the right product, um, you know, in the right niche. Um, but use the tips we've talked about today. Use the software that we've mentioned here, because if you can get your best foot forward, you're more likely to have success on Amazon. Emily. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you this morning about some key personal qualities that um, you might find you need while starting a business. These are some of the key ones that we've found throughout uh, both of our careers is being the main personal qualities to develop. Firstly, common sense. I mean, it's a pretty obvious one, really. The most successful business people um, consider common sense as the foundation of their success, really. And it is, it's all about good judgment and understanding sort of complex issues in simpler terms and getting to the core of the problem. Also, confidence. Now, confidence is a huge thing. And in the previous episode, we talked about being an introverted character or an extroverted character. And sometimes if you're introverted, you are a bit of a quieter person, but it doesn't mean in any way that you are less good at what you're doing. And it's about adapting that. But also, even if you are an introvert, you do need to maybe try to develop some self-confidence. Being confident about who you are and what you're doing is really, really important. And if you do struggle in that area, then there are lots of skills workshops out there where you might want to try to develop that because in the long run, you may have to be um, developing other people and uh, advertising your business. And if you are more confident, you're going to find that a lot easier. Another key quality is creativity. Now, 
Often entrepreneurs become immensely successful thanks to one single creative idea. It's about thinking outside the box and thinking of new solutions to old problems. And one of the ways to maybe develop your creativity is to maybe look at in your spare time doing small creative activities that you can that you can do. And some of these um, we'll put in the show notes. You know, even if it's little things like artistic activities can can be really really good and we'll give you some of those ideas also if you get more successful it's your ability to lead is also really important you need to be able to lead other people and get work done by them and that's really really hard to do and it's creating a really good environment and being able to plan and coach and evaluate what you're doing and and lead others and be really personable to other people if people feel they can connect with you they are going to work well for you and get along with you and another finally probably one another really really main one is self-resilience you know you may not find things are going quite the way you want straight away and you need to have that resilience in able to be able to pick yourself up and carry on and get there in the end and set those goals and walk that extra mile really and again that harks back to the sort of self-confidence because if you've got self-confidence then you're going to be self-resilient as well because you're going to have the confidence to move on and pick yourself up. So they're all sort of, all these personal qualities are all integral to each other and really just have them in mind. And if there's any that you feel that you need to develop a bit more, you feel, oh, actually, I'm not so good in that area, then look at ways where you can um, maybe do some skills workshops or develop those areas. And maybe start, personally, what, what I've done in the past is a mind map Just start with a simple pen and paper mind map and just look at where you can develop these skills and what you can do to do to develop them as well. Yeah, thanks, Emily. So we'll put a um, link in the show notes of how to do a mind map so you can see an example of one. Yeah, thanks, guys. That's all we've got time for in episode 71. We'll see you in the next one. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes. And remember that our website is a huge resource of free step-by-step guides for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend.